Welcome to today's episode of Wild Wednesday's Questions and Answers. I am Danelle and I greet you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Now today is the 12th episode of season 3, Can You Believe It? And unfortunately, the last episode of season 3. So um, I'm looking forward um, till we um, start our next season, season 4 which is going to be jam-packed with um, new um, topics that we are going to discuss and that we're going to run through the Bible. And um, especially we're going to continue with this subject, the end times, where we briefly now just um, touched on some of the main events that's going to take place in the book of Revelations. And... um, But next time when I come back, we're going to take a deeper look into who some of the characters are that is um, going to be in those events. Like, for instance, the two witnesses and um, the 144,000. We're going to take a a deeper look into those characters and some other characters. Um, stuff happening during these events, end time events that we've mentioned. Okay, today we are going to take a look at um, what the Millennial Kingdom is and should it be understood literally and then who is going to occupy the Millennial Kingdom. Now the Millennial Kingdom is the title given to the thousand year reign of Jesus Christ on the earth. Some seek to interpret the thousand years in an allegorical manner. They understand the thousand years as merely a figurative way of saying a long period of time, not a literal physical reign of Jesus Christ on the earth. However, six times in Revelation 20 verse 2 to 7, the millennial kingdom is specifically said to be thousand years in length. If God wished to communicate a long period of time, he could have easily done so with explicitly and repeatedly mentioning an exact time frame. The Bible tells us that when Christ returns to the earth, he will establish himself as king in Jerusalem, sitting on the throne of David. You can read about this in Luke 1, verse 32 to 33. The unconditional covenants demand a literal physical return of Christ to establish the kingdom. The Abrahamic covenant promised Israel a land, a posterity and ruler and a spiritual blessing, Genesis 12 verse 1 to 3. The Palestinian covenant promised Israel a restoration to the land and occupation of the land, Deuteronomy 30 verse 1 to 10. The Davidic covenant promised Israel a king from David's line who would rule forever, giving the nation rest from all their enemies. 2 Samuel 7 verse 10 to 13 At the second coming, these covenants will be fulfilled as Israel is regathered from the nations. Matthew 24 verse 31 Converted. Zechariah 12 verse 10 to 14 And restored to the land under the rule of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. The Bible speaks of the conditions during the millennium as a perfect environment. 
physically and spiritually. It will be a time of peace. You can read about this in Micah 4 verse 2 to 4, Isaiah 32 verse 17 to 18. Of peace, joy and comfort. The Bible also tells us that only believers will enter the millennial kingdom. Because of this, it will be a time of obedience. Jeremiah 31 verse 33. Holiness, Isaiah 35 verse 8 and truth. Isaiah 65 verse 16 and the knowledge of God which is spoken about in Isaiah 11 verse 9 and Habakkuk 2 verse 14. Christ will rule as king. Nobles and governors will also rule and Jerusalem will be the political center of the world. Zechariah 8 verse 3. Revelation 20 from verse 2 to 7 gives the precise time period of the millennial kingdom. There are countless other passages that point to a little literal reign of the Messiah on the earth. The fulfillment of many of God's covenants and promises rests on a literal physical future kingdom. There is no solid basis for denying the literal interpretation of the millennial kingdom and its duration during being a thousand years. Now who will occupy the millennial kingdom? There will be two distinct groups occupying the earth during the millennial kingdom. Those with glorified bodies and those with earthly bodies who lived through the tribulation and on into the millennial kingdom. Those with glorified bodies consist of the church receiving glorified bodies at the rapture and those who are resurrected after Christ returns to the earth. Revelation 20 verse 4 to 6. Those who have earthly bodies can be divided into two groups, believing Gentiles and believing Jews. In Revelation 19 verse 11 to 16, we find the return of Jesus Christ to earth known as his second coming. The rapture is an appearing of Christ in the air, not his second coming. I mention this to make a distinction between the rapture and the second coming of Christ. There is no mention in Revelation 19 to 20 of any kind of rapture event. The implication is that saints who are on earth when Christ returns will remain on earth to enter the millennial kingdom in their natural bodies. If the rapture or any kind of event where a living, where a living believer receives a glorified body were included in the second coming of Christ to earth, one would expect to find reference to such a major event in Revelation 19. But no such reference is to be found. The only event that results in believers receiving glorified bodies is found in Revelation 20 verse 4 to 6, where those who became believers during the tribulation and were killed because of their faith are resurrected. It is also believed that at the same time, Old Testament saints will be resurrected, also receiving glorified bodies. See Daniel 12 verse 2. Matthew 25 verse 31 to 46 is another passage that should be considered. This passage is commonly called the separation of judge or judgment of the sheep and the goats. The sheep and goats 
refer to righteous and unrighteous Gentiles. Christ will judge the unrighteous Gentiles, which are the goats, and they will be cast into the lake of fire for eternal punishment. Matthew 25 verse 46 Therefore, no unbelieving Gentile will survive to live on into the millennial kingdom. The righteous Gentiles, or sheep, however, will live on into the millennial kingdom. They will give birth to children and will populate the earth. However, these are not the only ones who will be producing children during the millennial kingdom. The impression is given that when Christ returns, all Israel will trust in him. Zechariah 12 verse 10 They too will not receive glorified bodies, as did those who were raptured prior to the tribulation and those resurrected afterward. They also will produce children during the millennial kingdom. So believing Gentiles, Israel and resurrected, raptured believers, all of whom have glorified bodies will occupy the earth. It should be noted, however, that believers with glorified bodies will not be reproducing. There is no marriage after this life. Matthew 22 verse 30 Children born during the Millennial Kingdom will have the responsibility of faith in Christ as all people of past ages have. Faith in Christ since his coming, faith in God before, Genesis 15 verse 2 to 6, Habakkuk 2 verse 4 and Romans 3 verse 20. Unfortunately, not all of the children that are born during the Millennial Kingdom will come to faith in Christ. Those that do not will be led away by Satan into rebellion against God at the end of the Millennial Kingdom, when Satan is let loose for a short time. Revelation 20 verse 7 to 10 For a further look at this subject, who will live into the Millennial Kingdom, look also at the following passages. Isaiah 2 verse 2 to 4 Zechariah 14 verse 8 to 21, Ezekiel 34 verse 70 to 24, Daniel 7 verse 13 to 14, and Micah 4 verse 1 to 5. I hope you have a better understanding now of what is going to happen during the millennial reign and that Christ is going to reign on earth, a physical Christ that we will all see and who is going to occupy during that time, the earth during that time. As I've said, um, next time we will discuss um, and go a little bit deeper into these um, end time um, subjects. But uh, for now I have to say goodbye and I want to thank you for tuning in each Wednesday to go through the Bible with me and um, discover what God's word has to say about all of these things. Shalom.